1: That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. plus conditions apply website for details. You listen to the weekly here on the Blue Room with me. Michael Greenall. Um sort of I suppose in an awkward state of the week, given that we're still um, not feeling too good after that quite pathetic performance uh, at Anfield, which I know you went to, Mike, didn't you? Um, <laughs> in the away end at, at, at Anfield, and, and obviously, we've got a much more important game. I think we we spoke about a lot of this last week. This doubleheader at Goodison Leeds at home, and then Aston Villa at home. Um, <laughs> Obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm almost certain you, of all people, will have watched this back in order for the, the tactical analysis you've got and all that sort of thing. Um, first of all, I wanted to ask you it was quite, um, uh, it was quite enthusiastic to ask you about this. To be honest with you, how you think this, uh, how you think Sean Dice went to shape up against Liverpool here, because I, I think it was, it, it was obvious to us all at the be. There'd be a bit of a backlash from Liverpool given the form that they're in and, and it being us there. I mean, I, I said to, you know, if you take your, if you're able to take your, your association with Everton away from this, then this would have been a really, really good fix if, if you're a Liverpool fan to have Everton at home given the record there, but also, you know, they, they needed, they needed a spark for what they've done this season, get, being a mid table side and they needed some sort of inspiration. And I think playing us, um, you know, I know it's hindsight to, is easily be able to say to be able to say that, but it feels to me that when Liverpool have gone and done what they did, comfortable two 0 victory at home, on their side of things, and I hate to say it, it's done them the world of good, hasn't it? Really, whereas ourselves, given that it was a really good start with Sean Dice against Arsenal, what's what's yet to come comes down as as the sort of 50-50 fifty fifty six point fixtures that we've been speaking about quite a lot, even since before he came.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I kind of think there was a bit of a,
0: a false sense
1: of 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 the reality going into yeah. the game in that. Yeah. you know Liverpool was supposedly out of form and and everything because we we beat an Arsenal was suddenly in form, and I don't really think that was the case. And I think also Liverpool's problems in general have been probably overemphas- overemphasized a little bit too much. I mean, I think definitely away from home, there's there's obviously some issues that on and, and on their side that they've got, they're you know worried about but but at home at home in the league this season that they're, they're still unbeaten you know I think they've yeah. only lost once all season in the Champions League. So I think I I don't think this is going to be a case of this as being you know an, an even an even fixture that that, that some had, had made it out to be. We were definitely still the underdogs going into this and we very much played in that way. Um I think we kind of saw the well, in in plain sight, really, the the struggles of 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 playing away from home against a, a better team without Dominic Calvert Lewin, when you've not got that 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 out ball. Um, I think to be honest, would, you know, just speaking generally about about the game, I've only watched bits of it back because. Um, until you brought you're me very, back you're very very the cruel day. to yourself,
0: Mike. You're very very cruel <laughs> to yourself, mate. <laughs> it's, uh, well, that's it. Until until you brought me
1: back in to, to do this today, I, I've done my very best to stay away from Everton after after one day. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think, generally speaking, before they scored, and you know, you talk about fine margins, and that we were literally a, a post away from from going ahead. And I think being in front would have completely changed the the, the complexion of the game for obvious reasons and I think being 1-0 up I, I, I somehow probably would have expected us to to take something away from that game maybe not take the three points but but definitely put in a much better performance and, and been able to take away a point or something which you know you think at a point and then three points against Arsenal those four points would have been hugely optimistic but before that I actually thought we were okay you know the, 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 the shape was good and you know in, in terms of really the, the full game in terms of the opportunities that we gave up, it was only really when we got caught up favour up the pitch that they were able to create anything. So I think there's still positives to take from it, but but obviously the the, the glaring thing, and I think that's you know exemplified again with 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 Sean Dyche's press conference and and you know the the, the fitness issues of, of Dominic Calvert Lewin. It's it's what happens when we go behind the fixtures, and, and and are we able to to, to get our, our ourselves back into it? Listen, I don't think. Monday night is the the example to go off and that this is how it's going to be yeah. for the rest of the season because, you know, like I've said, they were still beating at home this season. I know they've got issues and I know they're only like 8th or ninth in the league, but they're still like a far superior team to us and they're still a far superior team to, to the majority of teams in the Premier League. Um, So there are obviously a bit, you know, concerns about what it'll be like in the future when we go behind, but I I don't think it's a case of doom and gloom at the moment, if you get me.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think that it's that early since he came in as well. Let's not forget, he hasn't had as many training sessions with that squad as he would have liked to as soon as he came in before he goes away to face Liverpool. Absolutely not. I mean, he's never he's never going to admit that publicly, is he? But that's, that's just the way things work, isn't it? When you go and get a new job, you don't really get to choose when your fixtures are coming up and who they're going to be against because... I think every single every single team wouldn't in the league the nineteen other sides wouldn't want to go away to Liverpool inside their first fortnight as uh, of having a new manager that's simply not going to be the case is it so I think that there are sort of um various asterisks next to this at the bottom of of the list of things that I want to talk to you about um the other being the setup that he goes for obviously Calvert Lewin out means that he's got his hands are tied all over the place really aren't they. Um he goes and puts and the the two the two big parts socially, um both discussions with people I know and also what you see on social media, the 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 two big issues that I've seen, one of them's been a lot more surprising than I thought it might be, but the other is pretty obvious in Ellis Sims coming in to lead the line. Um I'll talk about him in a second. The other one though was given that we do have and it's obviously it's become apparent since Dice has come in and he will have worked with them a lot over the last couple of weeks, is it centre back? and who we can fit in there, and a fullback, because in my opinion, and again, something else we'll get on to in a sec, Mikalenko was, he, I, I thought he needed change that, uh, needed substituting that after about 15, 20 minutes, to be honest with you. But that's sort of the lesson of, of what I wanted to talk to you about. I've seen a lot of people um, really criticising uh, Cody, Connor Cody, and saying that he's, he's all a bit of the the type of guy that you know he he'd he wear Superman keks for your kids and stuff like that because he's just this like proper professional um who who just seems to do everything by the book you you don't see him doing anything silly you don't see him you know he he's the he's the model professional. Um, as as a centre back, to many people, aside from what you look at in regards to him as a player, and I don't, I I don't know if it was more of a an EJ reaction from the second goal they scored, and he just basically lifts his foot up and it just rolls on through to to Gakpo, doesn't it? Um, but in in terms of him and Tarkovsky, seemed to be a, a comfortable pair that we'd want there at centre back, even from the start of the season. I was relatively happy with that, um. But I've seen a lot of fans really giving him a hard time after that. I don't know whether, again, the knee reaction from a result away at them, or is it that there's an actual issue with him there at centre-back whilst we've got Mina um, waiting to come back in. You, you've got Keen who's got that history with Dice. Did you look at that and think it's something that needs work on or something that needs changing quite quickly? I I
1: think from... In terms of you know people's perception of Cody, I think the reaction on after the game on Monday probably was very knee-jerk, and yeah. I think some of it was probably down or largely was partly down to the to the goal. Um, but I do think there is substance to it, and you know I I wasn't particularly keen on on signing him in the summer. I I I don't think you know I've had conversations since Dice came in. I don't think he's a very Sean Dice defender. and I know it kind of seems obvious that that he will be. You know he's a you know, an oldish, you know, English centre back. You know, he 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 kind of seems to fit the profile, but but really when you look at the metrics, he, he's not outstanding in in the air. He's he's not the most aggressive, you know, I think we saw against against Arsenal, especially in the first half, how aggressive the whole structure has to be, um, especially from opposition goal kicks and how we like to push up high. And yeah. I don't really think Cody can do that. And I think that, that was obviously a reason why reason why he he left he left Wolves in the summer or, or why Bruno at Wolves seemed to just um deem him as as, as a as a backup or as a as a squad player. Um and I think in a, in an ideal world and I and I'm sure Sean Dyche would would probably actually say the same. You know, ideally I think um Yerry Mina or or maybe even Ben Godfrey would, would, would be would be the you know the centre back to, to 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 come in especially Mina I think he, he is just a superior defender and I think especially his 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 aerial threat is something that I don't think yeah. Cody has especially from set pieces is is is, is a, and I think it was actually mentioned in the press conference whether Mina would be able to come into the side because of that but ultimately I think you can almost guarantee from from Deich's point of view that that, that the centre back next to Tarkowski's got to be someone who's got to play every week and and ultimately Mina definitely can't do that. And I think there's, there's probably question yeah. marks around Ben Godfrey in that case as well. I think it probably goes under the radar that he's had quite a few injury issues, especially in the last 18 months. And, and I think that having that partnership, especially in the running, so to speak, I think would be quite key. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why he is playing. Um, so consistently, else, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent. Because I, I, I definitely don't think it's it's because Cody. I def, definitely don't think it's because Dice thinks Cody's the the, the better option. You know, mm-hmm. he he absolutely, you know, he definitely, you know, he absolutely might. But if it was me, he he wouldn't he would be the one starting. You know, if it was the one off game. But if you're talking about trying to pull up a partnership, who's got to play? You know, eighteen games for the rest of the season when he came in. You know, you, you can't rely on Yerimina. and obviously as, as as the coach, you've you've got to bring that into your thinking. Um. Obviously, there's there's questions to be had at the end of the season when there's an option to buy him or not. Um. I think they probably will buy him anyway. Um. It's whether or not he is put in the same position that he was last summer at Wolves, which I hope he would be, in that he'd be seen as you know because I think you mentioned it there. You know, he's obviously a really good person to have around. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing you can't forward,
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's there's an obvious reason why he went over to to England at the World Cup and I think even at the Euros um, the summer before that. There's obviously, you know, there's obviously a character there that, you know, people want to have around and, and, you know, I think the the option to buy is only £4 million and, you know, if you can bring that type of player in and and maybe let go of someone, obviously, you'd think we'll go in the summer and probably one of Keane or Holgate as well and then obviously you've got Jared Branthwaite to come back into the mix in the summer as well I, I think it makes sense but definitely going forward say with Michaellenko who you mentioned I think there are two areas that that probably have to be dealt with in the summer
0: yeah absolutely I think I think as well you know when when the defense itself and the goals are conceded just walking on a tightrope anyway it is it's it's a difficult decision I think for make. So we can see why he's gone with his percentages more than anything else there with Cody and everything that he's saying um the other thing uh, I mentioned Two sort of main things I wanted to focus on and and, and get your thoughts on, where um, with Sims, um, and and you know it, there's a sympathy in an the asterisk again that come around him. Ellis Sims coming into the side with with the uh, Dominic Carvalho and out injured, um, very very little other options. He ends up doing it towards the end of the game, doesn't he? And putting um, Demari Gray on, I, I effectively just playing as a striker himself, which. The game was far, well, say far gone. We were 2-0 down, then we've got 15 left. It, it would have taken a miracle for us to get back into the game and then try and get an equaliser. Ellis Sims, though, um, again, somebody else who who's, who's created a lot of controversial opinions, I would say, because he is a lad, he's 22 years old, and a lot of people saying 22 years old, you can't really say he's a kid. Um, Again, that's something a lot of people will argue about, but the fact that that was only his second start at Everton at the age of 22, I I mean I'll, I'll get pelters for this, but I I think that that borders on the line of there's a level of innocence for him to come in, particularly the fact that he's what he scored seven in 19 at Sunderland before he come back to us. He was on loan there. These circumstances that he's grown into being an adult, uh, a Premier League footballer, a Championship professional footballer, um. They're at a point where you do have a certain level of sympathy, I think. But then that's like straight up at the top end of being a Premier League striker and having to turn up against Liverpool away. Um for the side that has been on its arse for quite some time, um fighting relegation and whatnot at Everton. Um is is the is the slack that he's getting from many people is that fair, do you think? Because I mean, I I know I know the thing with me watching him playing, I was like, oh, what's he doing there? Holding the ball up, I thought was really really poor. And yet I'm sitting there thinking, is am am I just thinking this because this is the derby? I'm getting really frustrated that we can't keep the ball up in the final third and whatnot as well as you want to be with a big lad like him. Um, something that you'd want Calvert Lewin to do a lot had he been fit to play. Or is this lad simply he's not going to make it by by the age of twenty two? Um, this is a player that is just simply not going to be good enough at this level, hence the reason why he was at Sunderland and we weren't really worried about keeping him. Um, I I, I guess I'm, I'm much more critical in terms of being a, in, in the former opinion of what I've just given there.
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes to factors. I, I, I think there's a bit of a misconception of what Ellis Sims is. Yeah, um, I yeah. think people see quite a few similarities to a younger version of, of Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but I think even a young version of Dominic Calvert-Lewin was still able to to to, to lead the line on his own. And I think in terms of you know the general attributes of, of the players, the individuals that, that they are quite different. And I think there is, you know, Ellis Sims even at even a championship level, he's not gonna on his own single-handedly bully centre back, he's not gonna run into he's very rarely gonna, you know, run into run into the channels and and, and, and be you know, a, you know, be a nuisance more than anything. You know, he at Sunderland and I think even at Blackpool in in his first yeah. loan, he he was part of a he was part of a partnership. And and there's, there's no doubt in his finishing ability. I think he's a brilliant he's you know he's a poacher. And I think people kind of because of his stature, people don't pigeonhole him as a poacher because he's seen as this, you know, tall lad, you know, he's, he's, he's not amazingly pacey, but he, he's got a little bit of speed to him. So people kind of think he, he's one thing when it, when he's, he's he's probably a bit more similar to, to Mopey and that, you know, if you, you put the ball in, into dangerous areas, you know, I think, you know, he's more than likely going to be able to put up chances away, but he's not going to be able to someone, he's not going to be able to be someone who, who can especially in, in, in that type of game where, you know, he was so isolated at times, you know, even Calvert Lewin can be so isolated in in this team, you know, someone who who can't really do that role and is obviously an inferior player anyway, is gonna struggle. But I do think there are um there is an opportunity for him going forward. And I think it's probably quite telling that he that he started. I think that kind of gives it a, an almost an indication of of what they think or or how long they think Dominic Calvert Lewin's gonna be out because I yes. think it was almost not a free hit, but it was a chance to 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 throw him into the deep end and see, you know, how well you're going to actually do here. I'd be actually quite surprised if he doesn't play on on Saturday, and I think there's an opportunity, obviously you know, the, the the risk is whether Sean Dyche will want to change the system or not. But I think if if they went 4-4-2 with, with, with Mopay and Sims up front, obviously you take that risk then in taking an, a man out of the midfield, which obviously worked really well against Arsenal. And you also take the risk of not having that striking option on the bench then. Mm. Because obviously Calvert-Lewin's injured and, and, and Tom Cannon's out, out, out on loan at Preston. But I, I actually think Mopay and Sims could work quite well together because I don't think either or them would be able to do really what Dice wants them to do. They're yeah. not going to be able to bully centre backs on their own, but together, I, I do think there's a, a chance that they could. Uh, it's it's still not going to, you know, unlikely it's going to reach that, you know, the ability of what Calvert Lewin can do, you know, on his own, even you know, combines. But but I, I think it's something that's probably got to be looked at, and and I think M- Mo Sims up front on on Saturday is what I'd be going with. Just just I mean, it's an opportunity, you know, Leeds are. Uh, if if you know, they're obviously got the the threats going forward but they're they weak at the back their centre backs are, are an issue and and I think having two up against those centre backs will is, is something that I'd be I'd be doing.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good point. It's more like half and half equals one rather than just having the one up there, isn't it? Um Yeah, exactly. Think, yeah. Yeah. Like the sort of thing you were saying there, it's 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 remind me a lot about certain things we've got wrong. Well a lot of things that we've got wrong in that squad for the whole reason why where we are these days because you, you don't have, we don't have the full 11 that we field who are able to do their own jobs without having others come in to help and I mentioned that in terms of Michelenko there, he needed excuse me, he needed McNeil over there to help him on that left hand side and look, let, let, let's not forget the Liverpool have got some great attacking players, He had Salah over there against Michelenko that was something that I winced at when I saw the Lions to be honest with you, um. He's not He's not going to get that sort of drilling from, well, you hope he wouldn't against a side like Leeds anyway, given the, the problems that they're in still without a manager. um. But, do you know what? what's dreading me? And I've said a while ago that I, I thought no matter what happens, we'd go down. And obviously I'd say that very, very tongue-in-cheek at times. And, and obviously you never really, think, I never really think it. I just think, you know, I want to cry it in <laughs> more than anything else really. But when I look at what we were doing there, a fullback. I mean, Seamus. She- she- again, it's horrible to say it about him, but he he doesn't look like he's got long left as a pro because he just he just wasn't quick enough. You look at their goal that they scored the first one, when they're on counter attack, me decided to put to put nine players up on their half of the pitch. And um, there was only one outcome at the end of that, wasn't there? Not to mention what Pickford was trying to do, which I've no idea about even to this day. You that that fullback area is going to be an issue. Um, but the the most the most crucial thing that let me down the most, and and when I see in the lineups here, yeah. do, you know, do you know every time you watch a game, you, you see the first 11, who the teams have picked, and you're like, you know, gives you that general feeling, doesn't it, inside you about how you can see a game playing out, how you can see a game going, and you're certainly one of the best people I know who will be doing that sort of thing, given given what you do for a living and whatnot. And when I saw the midfield, I have to say, when I looked at, at Liverpool's, they had no Thiago in there, who did the have in there? It was Fabinho, um Henderson, and who else did he have in the midfield? It was the uh, the Batch, Batch,
1: Bajetic or something oh, like yeah. that. The, the, well, the, young, yeah. the
0: played <laughs> well, yeah. I can't believe I've forgotten that because he was the 18 18-year-old kid who ended up running riots in that midfield at the end of the game. Yeah. Um but when I looked at Arthur up against them, the core i have had issue with, but he was he was fine against Arsenal. Onana, who has been Breath of fresh air for us, largely this season. And Adjice who's been to Anfield several times. So I looked at that and I thought, you know what? They've got, and I put it on Twitter, they've got to fancy themselves here. Our midfield three have got to fancy themselves against an 18-year-old kid for being always you know, worse than he used to be. And Henderson is what now, 31, 32 years old. We've got three big, well, we've got two big, powerful midfielders. One of them's really pacey. The other one started to improve in, in Corey. And you've got to just a guy you can sit there um in defensive mid there if you needed to. So I I looked at Dan and I thought, you know what, that's where if we're gonna get at these, it's gonna be through two we've got there, and then being able to knock it around to the outside of the pitch and, and hopefully get the ball into um into any players that end up going forward. I was really looking forward to seeing Onana against these, especially when what 10-15 minutes in, he's he's slapping the badge and all that right by where you're standing. Um and then that just didn't work, did it? it just didn't it? it didn't get the, the, the sort of thing that I was hopeful and expecting to happen in there. When it it quite quickly became an Everton and Anfield type of performance that's become traditional to us when we go over there.
1: Yeah, I, I think Monday was probably you know a, a clear example of, of, of the holes in this team and and the issues that have you know driven from recruitments or poor recruitments over. You know, mm. continuous seasons. You know, I mean, straight off the bat, what we've already talked about in in LS Sims, like you've got no clear alternative to, to Dominic Calvert Lewin. There's there's very little threat out wide. You know, I, I don't I like a Wobin, and I, I think McNeil, if, if used correctly, as we saw against Arsenal, can 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 do a job. But in terms of that individual, you know, threat and 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 you know, they're not going to put you know. They're not going to scare opposition opponents if, they're, if they're 1v1. they if are one v one that you know that they don't obviously score a lot of goals that they're not um they're not dangerous players and I think obviously the more dangerous players you have in the team that the better for obvious reasons but individually that they're not going to be able to create something out of nothing really mm. um you've then got two poor um fullbacks who were were, were I think clearly targets and I think the were were, were were quite clever in that. They, they matched up our midfield in a way that uh, I think they were probably forced to make that decision without Thiago, but they they almost just kind of overlooked the midfield and that they kind of, I, I suspect, knew that if we were going to win any battle anyway, it was going to be in, in the centre of the park. I think a lot of people probably expected that. Uh, it's probably for the first time on paper in a long time. You, you'd probably say, I'd fancy our midfield against their midfield. And I think, cleverly, they just kind of thought, well, if that's the case, we're just not going to play very often through the middle. <laughs> And, and 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 I think they just kind of I think I think being there and obviously being so close to the pitch, I think it was very evident. There was just such a disparity in, in, in power, if you get me. Mm. Um I thought Nunes and, and and Salah just dominated Coleman and and yeah. and, and Mikalenko in those one v ones and and when there's such a I mean if you compare the 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 threat of their wide players to our wide players you know the amount of opportunities that, that that were driven from from those individual battles um i think there was just a clear disparity in quality and 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 empowerment and strength and, and 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 ultimately there was not much that we could do but i think it obviously shines a light on on how poorly assembled this football team is
0: yeah there's there's nothing on dice there as far as i can see i mean you mentioned there the like, look at the wolby players play that of... have have got us out of the shit in in terms of how how we ended up staying up in the Premier League last season. I mean, quite obvious that Klopp and his, his his staff have done the homework there, haven't he? Thinking about how Everton are going to possibly get at yet. They were re- they were able to stop that as early as possible. Really, where they, they didn't see anything in terms of or relatively anything from an, in an attacking sense from Awobi or from McNeil, and they generally had to be facing the other way, helping back the full-backs who. Just didn't look like they were um, they, they were good enough to play, and i hate saying that about Seamus Coleman as well. But it, it's really really easy to keep that sort of sentiment, isn't it? When you're never a fan, but you, you look at the way he did. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think sadly he's got he's got long left as a pro with us. Um, possibly the end of this season, which would be really sad anyway. But there's me banging on sentiment sentiment, mates, <laughs> just banging on about Seamus Coleman. Um, Obviously, the, the next half of this now, because not City didn't dwell over it as much as we have done for the last half an hour or so, but um, Leeds, different prospects at Goodison. Um, I don't want to go too far ahead into the, the Villa game, but with Leeds, you're getting a whole new a whole new batch here, aren't you, against them than we were against Liverpool away. Um, quite Well, the obvious thing is that the, the crowd's going to be up um, against these. This is what dicing everybody else. This is what Lampard did at the time is, is sort of galvanized the the home crowd to be the be the, the main thing, the main catalyst that gets us through games at Goodison. Um that being said, and as poor as Leeds have been under Jesse Marsh, um they've still got a whole lot of decent players and quality players and fast players as well, more importantly, that I think could hurt Everton. And look, I'm, I'm not going to look at this now and think, oh do you know what it's fine losing the dive but the dive, and, and I, I tell you what you said it yourself, Mike, as well, and I've said it many times. I'm sick of that term "free hit" <laughs> because they've all they've they've definitely all gone. No, how many free hits against Arsenal, Liverpool? Yeah,
1: I mean, I I think Leeds on Saturday is just. Just a bit nerve wracking in it more than anything. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned crying it in. I think that's what think that's what I've been trying to do all week with that fixture. <laughs> and obviously, they've got their own managerial circus at the moment. They've obviously decided to stick with the their under twenty ones head coach for, for, for the foreseeable and and I think I'd, I'd much rather that. I think he obviously done pretty well against the, in the two fixtures against Manchester United. Um, but I think I'd much rather have him as their, you know leading them out as their head coach rather than facing someone who's obviously be bringing that new manager bounce that we obviously had uh, a couple of weeks ago against Arsenal. But it's 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 just a it's just a massive game, you know. Obviously, you know, Dice mentioned it himself earlier this afternoon that all games are a must win, and but these are the fixtures where you've got to pick up points at home, you know, and you definitely cannot drop points, um, especially lose them anyway. Um, but it's 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 an interesting one because obviously the fixture itself is just so different to the the two games that we've had against Arsenal and Liverpool. You know the op- type of opposition is 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 and and sure the the way that they set up in comparison to to Arsenal and Liverpool is going to be such a contrast. Mm. But I think it's still an opportunity. You know, I think Leeds. as well, I was pleasantly. You know, not impressed, but I thought they actually performed quite well in both of those games against Manchester United. But I think if you actually asked Leeds fans, you know, what are the games in which they've actually performed quite well in this season and last season compared to what games they haven't performed well in, it would be probably a little bit similar to us. They actually don't do too, too bad against, you know, the teams that expect to, to, to be some like Manchester United. Their issues are against the, the likes of us where they have to, and I assume it will be similar on on Saturday. Daesh will. We'll know of their their issues and will say, well, we know that you've struggled to to, to break teams down and, and struggled to, to to cope on the counter and have definitely struggled at, at, at set pieces and and, and, and their in and their one v1 battles at the back. So I, I think they'll be a bit scared as well and 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 it's it's just just a bit nerve wracking like I said at the beginning because I think the the momentum and, and the confidence that, that came from Arsenal will will have evaporated completely if, if we've if we've lost on Monday and then and then don't win on on Saturday, um. So yeah, it's just a bit scary at the moment isn't it, especially with, with Villa up straight after two home games in a row. They're two massive opportunities, um. But but that's not to say that they're not two very difficult football games either.
0: Exactly, I think uh, <clears throat> it comes when you you that poor away from matter out you' go to Poland, isn't it? But you come, you come back to Goodison from um. Let, let's face it. a it defeat, defeat against against Liverpool. I'm and you all looking at each other thinking, oh, this is where we all get up for it. This is where this is much more where we're at home, and more comfortable against sides that are on the, in the lower half of the league. Then this should be Everton's. This should be where Evans' remit is right in the middle of this to to be able to get this st- sorted out. But I think like you've said there, and and, and coupled with, that, I mean, I do I enjoy I actually enjoy watching Leeds. I think whoever they've had in charge from going from Bielsa to to Jesse Marsh and and all the Americanisms that you could think, um, what, watching them, I actually have enjoyed it, and and the, the the team that's decent in terms of like there's they create plenty of chances and they concede loads of goals that that's been leads, um, certainly since Bielsa's left, I, I look at it now and it, it's like an unknown entity, um, when you're facing a side that hasn't got a new manager yet, and like you said, I, I don't think they'll be as good until they get one in. But that was a shock that he went to, to Old Trafford and got a two-all draw. We were winning 2 0 You know what I mean? That, that would have been us in real, real danger of having it out of our own hands. I mean, if they were to beat us away, we don't have staying up in our own hands. And that's that's the general feeling I always look at when when you know things could completely go south straight away. As it is, it's still in our own hands, and we're still playing a game at home at Goodison. Um, I wanted to to pick your brains on. Do you stick with what we went with? And Anfield, do you stick with Sims up there? Do you do you stick with what we've seen in terms of that mid that, that midfield three in the bank? Because the thing that the thing that gets me in, it's always quite ironic when you're playing a game at home against a side where it is a big six pointer at the bottom. You're you're demanding to be the side that has more possession, but it's never always the best thing to do. Can we count them on the counter? Because they'll be equally trying to do exactly what we're trying to do. So, I'll, I'll just see. I'll just see. Dice sitting this one. I think we already hinted that, and
1: that the use of Sims and, and Mopey up front is 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 the way that I would go. But it is such a, a a difficult thing to approach because obviously we saw against Arsenal that how well that that midfield worked, Um and I think that kind of similar setup and that approach and that. Having that solid structure and and, and mm-hmm. being quite and the the, the threat der- deriving mainly on the break, I think it will be, you know, a, a similar thing that that we want to will want to target on Saturday. However, I, I think you've still got that, that issue that Dominic Calvert Lewin's not going to be available, and 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 whether you want to take that risk in in playing Sims or Mopay um as a as a lone striker up front, as a as a direct replacement rather than you know trying to adapt around that i have a i have a hunch that that, that dice will change it i do think i mean listen you know when dice came in i think it was pretty um evidence across everyone in the fan base uh, well across the football world, football and world that, that everyone thought dice would come in and it'd be 4 straight off the bat everything would be very simple about yeah. hard running get it up yeah. to the big man get it in the box take you know, take advantage of set pieces. So I, I don't think we can just kind of discard that fact that 4 is going to be, is not going to be on the cards just because we played so well in a, in a 4-3-3, 4 um, against Arsenal a few weeks ago. Um, and obviously things have changed since then because of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And I, and I think, you know, that t- those type of fixtures where, you know, you are expecting to... To not have a lot of the ball. I don't expect us to have a lot of the ball on on Saturday either, but there is there is a different element and that the onus is on us. You know, you mentioned that that leads are a bit of an unknown entity at the moment. And and in a and in a way, you know, the, the pressure is off them. You know, the, yeah. there isn't an expectation yeah. to win because they're not the they're not the home team. And I know, of course, they've got to win the game as much as we've got to win the game because they're they're in as much shit as we are. <laughs> but but the 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 reality is that, you know as the home team the, the, the pressure is on us more Though you know anything you know anything that isn't a defeat for Leeds is a bonus on on saturday if you get me whereas yeah. anything other than 3 points will will be seen as a, as a poor result um so i think that we have to take that um obviously in mind and and, and i do think just changing it up but obviously you know Sean dice then takes the the risk of 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 you know 442 for instance would be would mean having to take someone like the or or obviously you'd think it'd be out of the team. Um and I, I think there's probably there's probably um quite a, you know Damari Gray is is there and I think he he didn't wasn't involved against Arsenal because I think Dice mentioned he had he had a knock. And I think there is, you know there is evidence for to, to to say that he has to be involved because of you know the the, the threat that he brings And he has quite a different profile to to, to McNeil and and yeah. it will be here as someone yeah. who just take, so
0: take out to get him in.
1: Well well that's the thing. I think that I think he played up front on, on Monday, didn't he, when he came on. Um yeah. and I think I think if he did play in a dice team, he would be in that position because I think it goes under I probably doesn't go under the radar actually, but I think when when we had access to the the, the running stats and the and the pressing stats here in the season, um, you know, it was very noticeable there was a clear drop off um between DeMari Gray and Anthony Gordon, for instance. And people don't really see Anthony Gordon this season as someone who who was a, an amazingly hard worker. And there was still a, a massive drop-off when comparison when compared to, to Damari Gray. So I think for obvious reasons, I wouldn't pigeonhole him as someone Sean Bice wants to use very often. But at the same time, if he has that quality, that especially individual quality and he has that pace, let's be honest, that that McNeil and Awobi probably aren't gifted with. You know, I always say that if if Awobi was was actually quite quick, I think he'd actually be a really dangerous player. But because he, he's a bit slow pace and a bit more measured, you'd say, on the ball, mm. he's a little bit easier to defend against sometimes. Whereas, you know, Damari Gray has something they don't. And I think maybe. You know I mentioned that Sims and, and, and Mope up front together could be or it is something that I kind of not expect, but wouldn't be surprised to see on Saturday. Maybe Mope in in, in grey up front on, on Saturday is, is something that, that could be an op- option as well.
0: That's us done mate. Um what are you saying the score is gonna be? Oh,
1: I, I think we've got to win so I and I'm I'm optimistic actually. Um I, I think we'll I think we'll win it two one. Um Navy yeah. afternoon 2-1 yeah. We'll go Yeah And I'm not going on Saturday and, and I hate that I'm not going It's the first home game I've missed It's COVID So yeah. um. Uh, but we usually have a good record When I miss a home game So hopefully Hopefully that comes to Trump's again
0: Yeah Spot on mate I'm, I'm going for a narrow one I think we'll win 1-0 um, Backs against the wall For most of it And score from a corner I think I'll be saying that For the rest of the season To be honest with you mate Anyway Thanks as always Mike for joining us Um Obviously, every time you join us, maybe the the statistical know-how you've got and all that sort of thing. We really appreciate it. Um, As I say, uh, and I have done on our social media, the new Blue Room website will be open, hopefully, in the next 24 hours, theblueroomefc.co.uk this time, not theblueroomefc.com anyway. If you check out my email on uh, my Twitter profile, you can send me any articles you want to, any discussions you want to, and we can upload them and then get all of this up and running as well as uh, as part of another feature that we have with the Blue name as well. But, yeah, keep looking around. There's bags of podcasts there, as there always are, um, and there's plenty on the subscription feed as well, if you want to give that a go. So everything's on the website, everything's on Twitter. And thanks so much for listening as usual, and we'll be back with post-match after Everton hopefully beat Leeds on Saturday afternoon.